All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills and coming to you on a Saturday, not the normal time slot, but I'm filling in for my man, Stephen Vega from the Buff Hub, and for a very good reason, as he and his wife welcomed a beautiful baby boy into the world just a couple days ago. So he is uh, is obviously with his newborn, doing great things, wishing him and his wife and his new son uh, all the best. Uh, exciting time for him, but also exciting times for Buffalo Bills fans is here we are getting much closer to the start of the 2020 season uh, on the, the eve, the the day, I guess you could say, of of the team cutting down to the 53-man roster. And I will be jumping in with another podcast once the Bills announce the 53-man roster, any big moves that they might make. We'll jump on with another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings just to let you know what's going on there. So certainly stay tuned with that. And if there's any big surprises like a trade or a big-name player getting cut, Maybe we'll even jump on before the announcement to share that with you, too. So it's, uh, you know, it's, again, exciting time for Bills fans as we get ready for the start of the year. One thing I do want to add to some of you participated last year, we are going to be doing an NFL survivor pool again. Um, Great prizes that you can win, including an autographed jersey from Andre Reid, signed pictures from Peerless Price and Levi Wallace going to our overall winner. One random entry will also uh, win a signed photo from Stevie Johnson. Um, And all it takes to participate is a uh, donation to the American Cancer Society. So we have all of those details on my Twitter account. It's the pinned tweet, at Anth Marino. The great thing is we got some some big-time fellows coming in to join us this year to, to add a little bit of excitement. Joe Marino from Locked On Bills and the Draft Network will be participating with us. Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot, you know them from nyup.com and the great work they do on the Shout podcast. Um, Bruce Nolan, Matt Warren, Nate from Circling the Wagons, they're all going to be participating with us as well. So it'll be a lot of fun. You know, we'll get a little bit of chatter going back and forth and we'll see who can win some great prizes while supporting a great cause. So like I said, check out my Twitter account at Anth Marino. I've got it as the pin tweet. It's got all the information on how you can enter, what the prizes are and the link for you to donate. So I appreciate you guys all checking that out. We had some fun with it last year, and uh, the more the merrier, obviously, as we have a little fun for some great prizes and, of course, to benefit a great cause. Now, on today's episode, I do want to talk to you about some bold predictions for the 2020 season. And as we go through with this, I mean, I think you guys all know me by now. I'm not one of those podcasters. I don't come with too many hot takes. I don't put myself out there on a limb too much. Um, I try to be a bit of a realistic fan as it comes to our work here. But I do have, um, I would say, four that I've got for us this season. I do have a, a fifth, but it came out earlier in the year on a podcast I was doing with Joe Marino. I think I was on his pod for Locked On Bills. And uh, I predicted that the Bills would extend Matt Milano before Deion Dawkins. Obviously, we all know Deion Dawkins has already received his contract extension. Matt Milano, I'm not quite sure what's taking so long, but hopefully that's something that happens sooner than later. Um, At this point, I'm curious if it'll take place during the season or if they're going to have him play out the 2020 season. Um, I would love to see them get it done before kickoff next week against the New York Jets. 
but I got four bold predictions for this as I go through with it. Um, you might agree with some, some you might think are a little bit crazy. Um, kind of as we just go through with it, tell me what you think. You can hit me up in the comment section. You can hit me up on Twitter at any time, uh, as I always love to hear from our listeners here at Buffalo Rumblings. So first up, and I don't know how bold this is, but I think as we talk about the Bills and the expectations for this season, um, we think they're going to win the AFC East. Sometimes people talk about them going 11 and 5, 12 and 4, maybe even 13 and 3. Certainly a tough schedule, but you know, I think you can look at it too and think, well, if there's a regression with the New England Patriots, does that balance some things out? So, you know, if the Bills win the AFC East, um, if they go 11 and 5, 12 and 4, for me, you know, as I look at it, I see Sean McDermott as being a front runner to be named coach of the year but also for Brandon Bean to be named executive of the year in the NFL. And I see that kind of being the one-two punch for the Bills. I know a lot of times we talk about Pro Bowls and All-Pro and you know MVP voting and things along that, those lines, and that's always a lot of fun. But from this standpoint, I think you can look at Sean McDermott. I, I would have argued that he should have been coach of the year in the NFL last year. Um, he certainly should have been coach of the year in 2017, how he ended the drought and got that team to the playoffs with that depleted roster. But um, with that said, I like Sean McDermott to be named coach of the year and Brandon Bean to be named executive of the year. I think it would be well-deserved for both of these guys. The overhaul, not just of ending the drought, um, right? We're talking about them in a position to go to the playoffs three of the four years that they've been together, revamping really the entire roster and what they've done. And winning the AFC East, I think, would set the stage for both of them to take home those honors. The next one for me, and again, it, maybe like three weeks ago, it would have been a little bit more bold. But um, I see Zach Moss leading the team in rushing this season. And we've, you know, we've seen this, the statistics for Devin Singletary with the fumbles back in 2019. It sounds like some fumbling issues from camp this year, although limited reporting on what guys are able to see and what they're able to comment on. So there has certainly been a, a growing um, narrative, I guess you could say, when it comes to Zach Moss. But I do see him leading the team in rushing. I look at this as somewhere that he's probably going to be getting around 55 to 60% of the carries by the time the 2020 season is over, and he will have established himself as the 1A to Devin Singletary's 1B. I think this is still going to be an effective tandem for the Buffalo Bills. I don't look at it so much where you know one is the clear starter, the other is the backup. I think they're two guys that can be effective in the run game and in the pass game. But Singletary, he does got to take care of some of that ball security. We know that Sean McDermott and Brian Dable were not really um, comfortable with him in those, you know, red zone type of situations with some of those fumbling issues. They relied on somebody like Frank Gore and, and that setup. And, you know, is it going to be Zach Moss taking the lead? For me, that's number two when we talk about the bold predictions. Um, the next piece, right, making making a projection on who is going to make the Pro Bowl for the Bills. And I actually have five guys um, making the squad this year. Andre Roberts returning as a kick returner. Um, Tredavious White, of course. Tremaine Edmonds. I do have Stefan Diggs making the Pro Bowl with the Buffalo Bills. And a lot of this, I've talked to you guys about it in the past. I look at this scenario and someone like Diggs, you know, you invest a first round draft pick and more to bring him to Buffalo. You know, He's not coming here to get like 110 targets on the season. 
I look at this as becoming the main weapon, maybe 130, 135 targets for Josh Allen and what he does. But I see Stefan Diggs somewhere in the neighborhood of 90 to 100 receptions on the year and really being that that weapon for the Bills. Maybe not so much the deep ball threat. And I think, of course, you know, you'll take some shots and we know that's an area where Josh Allen can certainly improve. But more looking at this is like Diggs just being a menace in that intermediate game, but uh, developing on some of those short routes where Allen can hit him and see what he can do from a yards after the catch standpoint. The number five guy on the list for me, it's Deion Dawkins. And as I see this, a lot of times you will see kind of a, I'll call it the respect pick, right? When someone gets named to the Pro Bowl, they sign a big contract, and all of a sudden people start to you know, take notice of like, hey, here's a guy that can actually deliver. He's gotten the contract. That should say something for him. Um, he's paid his dues. And I think Deion Dawkins, from what we saw from him last year, was an above average left tackle. Um, still young in his career. If he takes that next step, I like Deion Dawkins to be a bit of a dark horse to make the Pro Bowl for the Buffalo Bills. So I'm going to limit it at those five guys. Certainly, I think there's others that you know could be a part of the conversation. Mitch Morris is one of the highest paid centers in the league. Certainly could be there. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, Matt Milano, who we talked about before. But for right now, I'm going to keep it at those five guys because I think that's what makes the most sense. Um, and finally, the last piece for me, and, and this is a piece that I think um, I'll be curious to get your take here. I have both Stefan Diggs and John Brown going for over 1,000 yards receiving this year. And I think there's been a lot of conversation, you know, John Brown, the consummate teammate, people thinking like, okay, what type of regression are we going to see in the passing game for him? Is it something where he is still going to demand the number of targets that he has had in the past, 115 targets last year? resulting in 72 catches for 1,060 yards receiving and six touchdowns in 15 games. He sat out Week 17, the finale on the season, against the New York Jets. And while I might expect a little bit of a regression, right, let's say he's playing all 16 games, maybe the Bills are in a position that they've got to keep playing to get home field advantage or, you know, forbid right maybe get a buy in the playoffs I know a little bit different this year with the way the setup is but John Brown I can see him being somewhere in a similar statistic right 70 catches just over a thousand yards again this season somewhere in the neighborhood of 110 targets and a lot of that goes to the comments from Josh Allen earlier this week as he was in an interview setting talking about just John Brown being a godsend for him, seeing how hard he works and just the immediate rapport that they developed. And where in 2019, right, we would see the defense really dedicate their attention, especially as, as that duo kind of continued to develop of saying like, okay, we need to, we need to shade our coverage over towards Brown. This is the key weapon that the Bills have and, and them, you know, putting their number one corner on John Brown in the secondary. Now in this situation, that attention's got to go to Stefan Diggs. It just has to. And as I said before, right, if I see him getting 130 to 135 targets this season, he could be in the neighborhood for 90 to 100 receptions. Obviously, that will put him over 1,000 yards on the season. But for the Bills to have a duo, both going over 1,000 yards, um, certainly would say a lot, I think, as we take a look at the team. I believe the last duo to do it for the Bills was Eric Moulds and Peerless Price, but I'll have to look that up after the fact. But as we go through with this, 
that is really the last piece that I had. And for the Bills and for Josh Allen to have 2,000-yard receivers um, on the roster, I think uh, would certainly make a statement as it relates to his development. I think if there was one more thing I would throw out there, um, I expect Josh Allen to take that next step this season. But I think no matter <laughs> kind of what happens, he's still going to be one of the more polarizing figures you know, in the NFL and talking about extensions and what should happen with him. Um, I think that's always going to continue. That's not too much of a bold prediction. I think more so of having Diggs and Brown both go over a thousand yards truly stands out and fits that bill. So, you know, in recapping, I've got Sean McDermott as coach of the year, Brandon Bean winning executive of the year, Zach Moss leading the team in rushing, Stefan Diggs, Tremaine Edmonds, Tredavious White, Andre Roberts, and Deion Dawkins all making the Pro Bowl for the Bills. And uh, and again, finally, Stephon Diggs and John Brown both going over 1,000 yards receiving with Josh Allen. So, you know, as we go through with this, I, like I said, I share the bold predictions. It's a little bit of fun, a little bit of an abbreviated podcast because we know we've got a couple others coming out as it relates to the, uh, the cutdown day of getting to the 53-man roster as I said before, that we'll be sharing with you guys. So, you know, if you've got some bold predictions, make sure you hit me up on social media or in the comments section here. Let me know your thoughts. It's always great to hear from everybody. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And as always, go Bills.